The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Again, I thank um, Pastor T and uh, thank the church for the opportunity to be able to be here tonight. And um, like I said, there's a message that God placed in my heart. If you are not here last week, I encourage you to get the message. How many of you have been running since last week? One of the signs that you know you are running is that you corrected yourself this week. Anybody corrected themselves this week? Yeah, that, that's one of the signs, yeah, because you start slowing down. This morning I was on the bed. I came out and I said, Jimmy, I'm not serious. Stand up, you know. I got up. You have to do that. Those are signs that you are taking your life serious. If you have just been, you know, the way you are last week, go and listen to the tape again, amen. And say, Lord, open my eyes. Pour eyes out on my whole body, amen. <laughs> so I can wake up. Tonight, I trust that there will be clarity, confidence, and commitment to what God has laid in my heart to share. Um, if you have questions, please pass them to the ushers. Um, we'll do that for the last 15 minutes, but let me just try to get through this message. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. I'm reading the Amplified Version. A time appointed for everything and a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven. To everything there's a season and a time for every matter says a time for every delight an event or purpose under heaven I feel very strongly that in this race um, that we have ahead of us you know that there's an increased need to have a consciousness of certain realities and one of the realities I want to talk about tonight is what we call times and seasons uh, and that's what the direction that God has laid in my heart. In Daniel chapter 2 verse 21, the Bible says, and he changeth the times and the seasons. The worst thing that you can do is that you are living in a season that God has changed from. And that's one of the reasons why people are not able to deliver on prophecy. Because you see, one of the things that God will do is that he must adjust the times and the seasons according to his plan. But man must also be sensitive enough to those times and say and realize that God has changed. Sometimes you are running old models in a new season. Praise God. And let me say this to you we are in a new season. Praise God. This 2020 is not just, you know there are certain seasons that are individual but this is a is collective. There's something that has changed. Alright let's go ahead. So it changes times and seasons. What does it do when it changes times and seasons? It removes kings and sets up kings. Praise God. That's going on. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. There's some teachers that are not going there. Acts chapter 1 verse 7. And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons. Just to establish the fact that God works with times and seasons. One more scripture, First Thessalonians 5 and 1. But of the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. So there are times and there are seasons. And what God puts strongly in my heart is that while it's okay that you know we can teach and we talk about the, the, uh, the different areas for the run and last week, and you, I, again, I'm going to say, get this mess, that, that message and listen to it again and make sure you are doing it. But there are, there's a reality of time and seasons. Let me stay with my notes. The purpose of seasons is to make it conducive for the emergence of certain things. So, for example, um, I don't know what season... It's, um, I wanted to say Agbalumo, but I'm a Twitch person. Praise God. So this cherry season, praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Sorry? It's, it's, a tush, it's not in the dictionary yet. <laughs> Some words make it, made it to the dictionary this week, but last week, but uh, it's not there yet. Till then, we'll hold on to cherry. So it is cherry season, am I right? 
And when it's cherry, someone says, what's cherry? Okay, Agbalumos. <laughs> Let's carry one along. Once it's Agbalumos season, there is no struggle. Every Agbalumos seed in the ground starts to grow in that season. And so you must understand that there are things in you that will grow in certain seasons. You see, you don't know you. There's so much to you that only some seasons can unveil. And so we are in a certain season and there are certain capacities you carry that as so when God says, remember I said last week that God said to me that many people are believing for a new year but what he, uh, a better year but what he wants for them is a new year. And I gave the analogy of Joseph that uh, January 1, the year that he was released from prison and became prime minister, Joseph wrote a prison expansion plan. Amen. Praise God. Because he was in charge in prison. He was talking about how to start another fellowship in one of the branches in one of the prisons based on his current reality and God was laughing in heaven. He that says in heaven shall what? Laugh. Praise God. Because the season, Bible says, until his time came. He did not know but his time had come. But he was prepared. We'll get to that in a minute. All right? So, the purpose of a season is to make it conducive for the emergence of certain things. Being strategic in a season requires recognizing the season you are in and then optimizing it. So, the question is what season are we as the body of Christ? Like I said, this is not about you as an individual. The body of Christ is in a season. You see that certain periods there, for a long time, things would be as it were. Then God changes things again. At that point in time, you must understand that there's a plugging in you must do. Are we together? But let's go on. So seasons are designed for progress. They are meant to be recognized. I'm not surprised. I was praying last year. And God told me, said, next year is very interesting. He said, those that are prepared for the year will do very well. And those that are aligned in the year will do very well. But those that are not aligned, he said, even in the kingdom, I'm talking about believers, all right, it will look like they are struggling. And the only reason you struggle is that you are trying to grow. What grows in December? I studied that Greek, but I can't remember. Something that grows in October, in January. But it's not the season for it. I'm going somewhere tonight. A wasted season, and you will not have a wasted season in the name of Jesus. Is one in which what was done was not in alignment with what should be done. There are things in 2020 you must do. You've heard Reverend Kate talk about it. It's the season or the decade of innovation. In fact, you've been hearing people say this decade. They are not talking about the year. They are talking about what the decade. You know why? It's a season. A season is time that stretches over a period of time. Are we together? So we are in a certain, and I, I believe, very prophetic season. But what is this season? We'll get to it in a minute. Matthew chapter 16, verse 2 and 3, Amplified Version. Jesus was speaking. And he replied to them, when it is evening, you say, it will be fair weather. For the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be stormy today, for the sky is red and has a threatening look. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky but you cannot interpret the signs of the time. Therefore, every time of season is preceded by signs. So one of the ways you realize that the season is changing in, in, in America, because we're global, praise God. So when you start seeing the leaves falling, we say it's autumn. Someone doesn't know, you will see in Jesus' name, amen. When you start seeing the thing is cloudy as something like ice block, because some people have not seen snow, they will call it ice block, am I right? So they will say 
But those are signs that the season is changing. I'm going somewhere. So seasons are preceded by signs which happen in time. In Mark 13, 79, Jesus was talking about a particular kind of season. And when you shall hear of wars, how have I've heard about wars in the last one month? Iran, America, am I right? It's escalated, am I right, at the moment? And it's, amen, it's for a while. But let's go on. You hear of wars, rumors of wars. Be not troubled, for such things must needs be. But the end shall not be yet. For nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There shall be earthquakes. I think there was one this week in Turkey. Yeah, 6.7 magnitude. There shall be earthquakes in diverse places. There shall be famines and troubles. Coronavirus. <laughs> Where did that come from? The only corona I knew was what? Toyota Corona. Or Corona School. And all of a sudden, the word Corona has a new meaning now. And we just finished Ebola. And one of the things you will see with the signs of time is that this disease will start coming. This is why you as a believer must be resolute in your covenant of protection with God. Let me tell you, Corona is small. Though. What is coming is big. But I don't care. You know why? Every Corona was on Christ. Every Ebola was on him. The one we don't know that is coming, he took it. So it can't affect me. I'm going somewhere. He said there shall be earthquakes in diverse places, there shall be famines and troubles. These are the, these are the beginnings of sorrows. <laughs> I'm going somewhere. But take it to yourself, for they shall deliver you to councils and in the sin and in the synagogue you shall be beaten and you shall be. It doesn't mean you'll be beaten, all right? Because we are expecting beating now, all right? It means people are going to come against you. Are we together? But don't be afraid. It said, and you shall be brought before rulers and kings for my sake, for your testimony against them, and the gospel must first be published among all nations. Now, let's keep going on. Now, let me just summarize this because of time. We are in the season of the kingdom of God. That's what's going on. All right? If we take time to study, and I don't have time, Daniel chapter 2, Daniel chapter 7, Daniel chapter 8, you would understand that what God is doing is that that stone that was hewn out of the rock and hit that statue and is growing, it is growing faster now. Alright? That is the kingdom of God. Now, I'm going somewhere. Revelation 11 verse 15. I want to quote all this because when I start talking, you can know where I'm coming from. Praise God. Revelation 11 15. And the seventh angel sounded and there were great voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord. So the Bible says there are these seven trumpets that certain things had happened that now led to this final statement where he now said, having gone through everything, the kingdoms of the world have now become what? The kingdoms of our God. Remember um, the temptation of Jesus, Satan took him up to a high mountain, am I right? And showed him what? The kingdoms of the world, are we together? And their glory. I said, all this I can give. Now, the Bible says this is prophetic. A day will come, they will blow the trumpet and say, the thing that Satan wanted Jesus to bow for has now happened. So, what is going on between the time of temptation and this point of manifestation of prophecy is that the kingdoms are being taken over. So, that's why he said he changes times and seasons. And the first thing he said, he says he removes kings and puts up kings. So I'm telling you something that we are in a season of the kingdom. But let's keep going. 
Kingdom-minded believers will thrive in this season. The believers who only want Jesus for what they will eat, what they will drink. In fact, Jesus said, do not worry about what you will eat, what you will drink, or what you wear. What did he say you should do? Seek ye first. What? The kingdom. It's time. And I'm saying this to you that in the, in the grand plan of God, there is a shift that the relevance of the kingdom has increased significantly. And what that means is that in your own personal space of communion, you will start getting kingdom instructions. Now, I'm going to explain that in a minute, but let's go on. So, kingdom-minded believers will thrive in this season, in this decade, I've explained that. Um, Self-minded believers will struggle. Because, you see, there are things, when, when you are planning a war to take over, the soldier you send cannot just do what he wants. He must be about your business. This is the time to be about God's business. Because you see, every resource of heaven is back in his business. Outside of his business, you are operating on mercy. So, Jesus says the key is not just have plans. This year will blow. Can I tell you something? There's a blowing in the kingdom. And when you do kingdom blow, you are blown. Hey, hey. I'm not lying to you. There's a road to it, but there is there. There is no pleasure you desire. That is right. That's not been prepared for you. But it is in your place in the kingdom. I'm going somewhere tonight. Someone said, you have been going somewhere. Won't you arrive? <laughs> Don't worry. That's how great speakers, you know, I'm going somewhere. It's just conjunction word. Stay with me. That's what he's saying. Tell your neighbor, stay with him. So your purpose, that is where I'm going to, your purpose is God's opportunity for you to participate in what he's doing. So, Pastor Jim, what have you said this morning? You must fulfill purpose. <laughs> but I don't want to explain why. You see, this thing about purpose is not just because of Miles Moreau. <laughs> it's not because Reverend K talks about purpose. It is the essence of life. This week, we lost, we lost Kobe Brown. <laughs> and, you know, I don't want to talk about the fair part. I'm sure that all of you, there's nobody making stupid something. Anybody, they any. I've seen Christians talking nonsense. Like anybody can die. And then I say, oh, you should come to King's Word. Something's wrong with you. I'm telling you. And please, anytime you say anybody talking, don't keep quiet. Talk. Have you heard me? You are members of a supernatural what? <laughs> no boy scout. Amen? <laughs> when people talk nonsense, now you talk back. Amen? I'm not dying. I should man, we're around for a long time. Praise God. I don't care what's coming. I mean, I'm around fully. I enter helicopter, I come down. I enter boat, I come down. Amen? I enter Okada, I come down. Someone shout amen. amen. Praise God. Yeah. So, but again, we are now, people are now even using Kobe Bryant to preach. Amen? And you know, but it highlights a major part to life. That life is not just about income, it's about impact. Kobe can't take anything to where he has gone. Not one. What only remains is the life he lived. Therefore, if you're alive, there are people that, you know, Kobe is not the only one that died that day, apart from being in the helicopter. People died in Lagos. They did not make it to social media. Nobody celebrated them. And I'm not saying that everybody will make it to social media. I'm just saying that don't carry yourself heavy to heaven. Die empty. I'm saying that every day is given to you to unlock something you are carrying. And this is the season for it. Now, 
when it comes to purpose, and this is an area that I believe I'm called in, in my generation, to be able to teach in that area, I've prayed, studied, and there are a few things that I know and understand. I want to talk to you about four phases of purpose execution, because this is the confusion. So, Pastor Jimmy has told us to go and fulfill purpose. What does it mean now? Do I join ushering department? Amen? <laughs> you know that's where we start from. Am I right? Okay, what do I do? Let's go and help the needy. Amen? Let's pay school for 1,000 people. Is that... So how do I know exactly? And for many of you, there's going to be clarity. Now, let me put something here. Remember I said something last week that we need to move from vision, goal setting to goal getting. Yes. God is tired of people that see. The essence of seeing is doing. There's a move that God has shown. In fact, they have documented vision, but they don't do anything about it. The man that has documented vision and the man that had no vision, they're the same. Because faith without works is what? Is dead. So, many of us are in a face along the path of purpose. And there are things that are peculiar with each of these faces. And I'm going to try to make it as practical as possible. Because my desire is that if you are at this face, you can move forward. Many times, you know, you read, you listen to messages and all that, and we end up with consecration to purpose, but there's nothing to commit to. Because we are not clear about what to do, where purpose is concerned. So let's go on. Number one, and by the time I'm through, you will clap for me. Praise God. I'm just joking. On behalf of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The first one, and I know you've probably heard about this model before, but it's so true, is discovery. And I'm just using it just for ease of understanding. What is discovering of purpose? It's gaining access to insight on God's plan for your life. It was 17 years old that Jeremiah discovered his purpose. Before then, I don't know what he was doing. The Bible wasn't very clear about it. All we know that in chapter 1, God begins to speak to him and said, about have you as a prophet. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. He was probably walking at the bus stop, maybe. He was probably doing something, and God begins to unveil to him. Can I say something to you? I like what Pastor T said earlier. A lot of people are running with dreams, not purpose. Let me balance that very well. You can't dream your purpose. It's not in yourself. They must tell you. Sorry, not they. They are three of them. You know them? Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. You see, because this thing was not conceived from your mind. This thing is prepared. It's finished. So the only access is unveiling. A lot of struggles of believers is because you are outside purpose. Let me tell you something. Every time you pray and say, God lifts me, he only lifts you in his purpose for your life. Because he cannot lift you outside his plan. Somebody said to me today, there's this brother that I like, you know, and blah, blah, blah. I said, let the will of the Lord be done. People come to me and say, Pastor Jimmy, I want to try my brother. Please come and pray for me. I said, sure, come. Father, let nothing but your will be done. They don't know what I'm praying, you know. Lord, if it's not meant to go, block everywhere. It's important because if he goes, he's in trouble. You did not plan for him to go. Even though there's a mercy plan, but it's not the fullness. Are we together? So, it's discovery. Let me go to that. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. I read that last week. Call to me, Amplified Version. I will answer you and I will tell you. I love Amplified Version. It says, and I will show you great and mighty things. Things which have been confined and hidden. Which you do not know and understand and cannot distinguish. How? 
So prayer gives, you, God, gives God permission to show you. Let me balance it. You need to pray to see. In this year, if you are not praying, one of the easiest things you can do is come to church and pray, one, then do deep waters and pray. At least you are praying. Then pray by yourself. It's important. But let me say this to you. You must be, this year, you must pray not to mark prayer calendar. You must pray to see. You must pray to see in 2020. Because there are new things Joseph could never have dreamt. He might have dreamt that they would export him back to his father's land. That's the highest dream he probably had. But God will open my eyes to see. So that's why we pray that God will grant the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of him that the eyes of understanding may be light, that you might know the hope of his calling. I'm telling you today, there are people that are creating things that God did not create. And many of them are good. You said something about not everything that is good. Glitters is gold. Yeah. I'm telling you something. Bible says every man's work will be what? Tested. Every man. And if all your work is on a CV, when they test it with fire, what will happen? To burn. I'm not saying, now, don't balance. I don't, I don't mean that your job, because you see, for people here, you must even know that I'm doing my job and I'm in purpose. Because some people feel I'm not in purpose because I'm working. <laughs> I want to try to address that. Because if you understand kingdom, you will know that there's a placement that could be your job. I'm going somewhere. I will arrive at the end of the program. <laughs> What are some of the signs that you are in a season of discovery? Internal frustration. And some people don't understand these pangs. You see, when a woman wants to give birth, I've never been a woman, I'll never be a woman, but I've heard that there are signs. They say there's contraction. The other time when I was going to be born, my wife held my hand. The grip was from heaven. Oh, deep gone. Am I right? The pain was transferred to me. Are we together? The reason was simply because of what he was going through inside. So we are praying, but there's still something. Most times God wants to show you something new. Most times he's ready to show you something new. All right? Internal frustration. The second one is prolonged unfruitfulness. Hear me. If you have been serving the Lord and it's not working, you might be working in a different place. I'm telling you. You see, God is not a respecter of men. If you obey the principles, they will work for you. If you receive grace, you will enjoy the same presence. So it's not you that your case is very special. Prolonged unfruitfulness. In fact, in the measure of the Bible, Jesus gave a field that was three years. After three years, they said, he said give it what? One more year. What does happen after year four? We cut it down. So don't allow yourself to be on a level four forever. There's always something new. Whenever you are in that place, rather than get tired, because what the devil does is he tries to discourage you, and some of you might be in that, that zone now, don't be discouraged. Let that thing drive you to your knees and pray. Pray. I don't pray, God, you see me, I see you. If I were you, you know I'll help you. No. Stupid prayer. Father, not my will, but just be done. Where am I missing it? Show me. I'm consecrated to you. I ask for the help of the Holy Spirit. And when he sees, you know, the Bible said that when Moses, when God saw that Moses turned to see the bush, God spoke. Some people are obstinate. I just heard that word. It came from upstairs. He said, that's what they are obstinate. Stubborn. I just remember that stubborn brother that came. He's supernatural. God will be telling you something. But you say, yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming. God will not move. So, some people, I'm telling you, 
This is here to obey. That which he asks you to do, do it. What are the key activities for this season? Number one is prayer. Number two is sensitivity by communion with the Holy Spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, now let me say this to you. Even if you are in level four, these foundations, you must not let go of them. You must still be praying. So whatever I'm saying is building on to the next one. Are we together? So prayer, sensitivity by communion with the Holy Spirit, then seeking. In Matthew 7, 7, Jesus said, he that seeketh, find it. So when you are praying to God to unveil stuff to me, start responding to the nudgings, the things around you. It's part of the seeking. And I trust that God will guide you. I don't have time. Number two is development. Before God launches people fully, there's always a developmental plan. Always. You see, somebody gave a story and said, when God made the first man, God made a full man. And God saw what happened. So when God was sending the last Adam, he sent a baby. This one will grow. When he grew, he said, this one is now my beloved son. <laughs> I'm telling you. So when God is out of love, that God develops you. Some of you, God is trying to bring you to development, but you want to blow. Let me say this to you. There is a provision in development. And you need that provision because if, can I shock you? There are some people in this room that if they blow, you know, fame, fortune and all that, God will lose you. <laughs> I'm telling you, your family can lose you. I'm telling you. Because there are certain, you see, in development, there are two areas that God begins to work on. Your character and your competence for the work ahead. Joseph could not have been prince from his father's house. He would have ruined Egypt. He would have killed his brothers the day they came. Hey, when I don't see yourself now, you don't sell me anyhow. I go show now. Seven years fasting. <laughs> he could have done that. But by the time he came, he was so happy to see them. He was the last born. You know that Louis Vuitton multicolored jacket he had. There was his impose every time. It was pride. It was, he used to talk. They didn't like him. People, I know some people will not like you, but everybody must not not like you. <laughs> Say, eh, you know, some people will not like. It's only you they don't like. Something's wrong with you. Have you had me? You have a character defect. I'm telling you, and it will stop you from being prince in the palace because God has work to do. So development. John 12, 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall to the ground and die, it abides alone. But if it die, you know you need to die? Death is where character is built. You have to die from your foolishness to get wisdom. So death is designed to break you so that the life within you can emerge. What are the signs that you are in this season? Number one, is an awareness of inadequacy for what has to be done. Anytime God shows you, you'll be like, ha, ha. Don't run from it. Go and be equipped for it. Some of you have a ministry to children, you have something for environment. Go and study. Build yourself. Let me say this to you. This year, some of you, God launched you into development. Is what I'm trying to say. You are, you are not going to be launched on a platform yet. Are we together? We'll get to that. But this year is a development year. And that is you being in the will of God. Oh, sir, but the day God showed me, I meant to go to Harvard. How will I get the money? You still don't know God. He does not call you to start what he has not finished. If he tells you to go to Harvard, it is said to have a friend. She got a full scholarship to Harvard because God told her she was going to study there. So with that knowledge, she did not, she was not aware of the blocking, the limits, and she applied and she got it. 
some of you can get some scholarships, but you have not applied because you are telling yourself you will not get it. Not about, and as for somebody else, it might not be scholarship, it might be to go and serve under somebody because that's part of what is there. Number one, signs that you're in season, awareness of inadequacy of what has to be done, increased opportunities for learning. Increased. You just see that all of a sudden that you, you are coming across books and stuff like that. Ah, no, I want, I want Ampa and his book they are always giving you. Praise God. Is God sending help to you? Increase opportunities for service. Pastor T comes up and says, we need people to help us to, you know, uh, work in the digital media, you know, um, area. We, and they have been announcing it. And they announce, you know you're meant to be there. We are like, I don't like all this meeting. You don't want to serve. And it is when you are there, you build competence and character. Resume at your duty posts for development. What do you need in this season? Consecration. Not my will, but yours be done. That's, that's what it means to die. What else do you need? Willingness to serve. That's where you will learn. That's where you'll be molded. What do you need? You will learn selflessness. Because in the kingdom, an ambassador is a dead man moving for the one who sent him. You, you, you have to die. The reason why many people are not, you know, and God will keep showing you, but says he will show young men visions. The, pro, the distance between vision and reality, many times, is this problem. People are not developed. And God is a good God. He doesn't put children on thrones. Bible says that the heir, as long as he's a child, as long, how long? It's up to him. The day he moves from here to grow up, he will get the father's inheritance. It's time to grow up. The last one is patience. What you need. Ladies and gentlemen, in development, is patience. You know why? You see people blowing around you. You know, you have to be content with my time is coming. <laughs> you have to learn how to celebrate them. And you know, and somebody inside of you tells you, I'm actually even bigger than this, but you celebrate them. How people know what I'm talking about? You have to. And until when, when God sees you are like that, He's ready. She's ready. He's ready. She's ready. I've been blessed tonight. Third level is deployment. Deployment. Genesis chapter 2, verse 4, 5, and verse 15. This is the account of the creation of the heavens and the earth. When the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, neither what plants nor gain nor grains were grain on the earth. Brother Bimba, God bless you. I'll buy you Zobo. Praise God. I just remembered you now. For the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth, and there were no people, King James said, no man to cultivate the soil. The problem in the world is that we don't have deployed people to cultivate the soil. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So God is going to deploy people to places to make heaven on earth. In fashion, in um, um, coaching, in, in agriculture, in um, government, there's a deployment. Your assignment in God, when they make you minister, we should not do thanksgiving service. We should do prayer service that Lord hold him. <laughs> the idea of, hey, he's a minister. My life has changed because I am three courses away from him. It's a wicked, satanic idea. Have you heard me? I want my cousin one time. I said, he said, ah, you are going to make you something. I said, if you do thanksgiving, I will block you. <laughs> what are you thanking God for? Let's be honest. What are we thanking God for? When they deploy you, we should be praying for you. God is with you. We'll be praying back end for you. Because it's what we are meant to do. Have you heard me? <laughs> Someone said, I shouldn't have come for service today. Eh? Praise God. 
for the Lord had not yet put sent rain to water the earth and there were no people to um, cultivate the soil and then the Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to tend two things three things the garden of Eden one to tend two to watch over it that's to keep it so what does it mean garden of Eden that's your domain of space there is a place that God will deploy you to there are three basic ones I give in my book purpose book there is ministry there's industry and there's society and sometimes God will want you to walk in more than one I walk funny enough in the three of them so I'm in ministry I'm in industry I run my business and I'm in society where developmental stuff do you get my point yeah so some people it's just one and if it is one God gave you enjoy your one don't try to be like three and if you have three, don't say this one thing I do. It's these three things that I want that I do. Because again, some people say, I don't want to, I used to, I used to go to God and say, God, is it ministry or industry? Tell me now. I can let go of anything. And you'll keep quiet. Then I'll be doing the two. You'll be growing. You'll be growing. That's why I say, Lord, which one is it? Tell me. You'll keep quiet. Then I'll be doing it. Now I know it's the, all of them together. So we're okay. Are we together? I hope I'm, some people are getting answers tonight. That's the whole idea behind this. Praise God. I'm doing this so that you can run. From tonight, you will run. Somebody will meet you in a field and say, what happened to you? That was a prayer. Oh. I said, that was a prayer. Oh. Somebody will meet you and ask, what happened to you? You have changed. Amen. Praise God. To tend means to provide solutions. In your place, you see, Reverend K kept talking about innovation. It's time for new things in your field. You are in finance, new things. Amen. Even in church work, new things. Thank God we even have the new. Don't, is, the new is not, is you, even me and you. In what you are doing, there's a new thing there. Innovate. And can I shock you? The Holy Spirit is speaking to some of you about it. What does it mean to watch? It means to exercise authority. But I said something. Tending, which was what the first thing it did, Tending successfully is what gives you authority to watch. The Bible said in Genesis 39, verse 3 and 4, Potiphar noticed this, that whatever he thought was working, and realized that the Lord was with Joseph, giving him success in everything he did. This pleased Potiphar, so he soon made Joseph his personal assistant. Many of us want the position, but it, prom it comes from providing solutions. Every elevation in the Bible came because somebody provided a solution from Daniel to Joseph. So my question is, when you are going, let me tell you one of my prayers. Can I tell you my prayers? I started praying this toward the end of last year. I said, Lord, unemployment in Nigeria, other quarter was 23.1, projected to be 33.3 or so this year. You don't know what that means. That's terrible. Churches will have to increase welfare posts. <laughs> That's what it means. It means robbery, prostitution, and vices will increase. That's not the kingdom. So I started to pray about unemployment. I started to pray. God, give me solutions for this nation where unemployment is concerned. And he has been giving me. And you know, it's one thing to have the solution. It's another thing to have opportunity. Some weeks ago, I now discovered that my friend is now somebody that is now in that space. Ah, I've seen him twice. We're having conversations now. This morning... I discovered someone I used to know. I just felt like calling her. How are you, my sir? They've redeployed me. Oh, I'm not a deputy director in this place. Oh, eh? And the thing I want to do, I said, I'll come and visit you, ma. That's what happens when it's a season. Three years ago, my people were not there, but now they are there. Because it's a season. 
But it will happen when you are sensitive to the kingdom. What light in media am I bringing? In it, look, in entertainment. It's not time to be, you see, after a while, you're not careful, you will turn off TV. Because <laughs> until you create content, you are not fighting right. You can't say censorship. Censorship doesn't stop anything. Even if you are censoring, you have a problem. The only way to attack darkness is to introduce light. So, the Holy Spirit, I was discussing a TV program with somebody this afternoon. And by the grace of God, we'll do it. As with somebody two days ago, is creating. Well, you must, that's the only way, create content and put it. Don't say, oh, these girls, they're wearing short, short dress. Create long dress, that's fine. Stop, talk, don't be discussing darkness. Darkness will cover the earth. But his light is on you. Introduce it. What are the signs we're in this season? Wow. Awareness of the problem by proximity. That problem, unemployment is disturbing me. They called me one the TV station, please come and talk about unemployment. You know, I'm like, no, I want to do entrepreneurship. God said, that's, that's your own place. What are they always calling you for? In fact, many times, do you know, David was a regular guy until he met Goliath. Ah, he could not avoid it. What Goliath have you not been able to let go of? Take that thing to God in prayer. They come and attack it. Are we together? They call for what you carry. Those are signs. All of a sudden, they start calling for something. Are we together? Don't sit down with calling. <laughs> it's more than calling, no. It is a calling. Because some people now enjoy, I was talking to one guy, he said now, some people are calling me, you know, to come and speak here and there. I said, sir, you have not started. I said, this is bigger than speaking in small, small places. It is a sign that something has changed. Why they calling you last year? He said, no. I said, it's a sign. What are these? So pay attention to those things. Are we together? Then another sign you are in the season, ideas will be flowing. How many of you have books there? You just keep writing. It's, it, those are the things that the Holy Spirit is doing. What is required in this season? Number one is courage. <laughs> to be deployed, you have to be bold. I've met too many people that are theorizing on God's purpose for their life. Oh, I can do this. I, shall, I can. I, I, I can. It's not can. Can does ne never did anything for anybody. You need courage to step in the waters. Can I say something? I, said, I was talking to somebody this afternoon and I just said something. I said, it seems to me that the favor of God is motion activated. Until you move, it won't. Once you stop, in fact, as I said, it was just said, that's why I said, goodness and mercy will follow you. Follow means you are moving. Start moving. You know, someone comes to me and says, Pastor Jimmy, how do you do all of this? Thing? I remember the first meeting, it was Achievers Network at Memorable Garden. I remember that meeting. Now, that was the first public meeting. All the other ones are small, small. And I remember that day, Pastor Nana was upset. When he finished, myself, I spoke. Pastor Nana spoke. If you ever spoke, Pastor Nana came and I said, Ah, I see that this thing you are doing. It's like you are good at it. And those are the embers. And then the first program I did, you think that I was successful? The only success I had was that I did program. Praise God. <laughs> but today, you know, say, Ah, he's doing program. Thousands are coming, but thousands will not come if you don't have one. Don't tell me I want to touch women, touch woman. Jesus spoke to one woman. She broadcasted it. Don't, you see, don't be carried away by plenty. Start somewhere. Though your beginning was small. One of the things about beginning is smallness. But along with it, yet your latter end, what? Will greatly increase. The last level. Okay, no. What do you need? Courage. You need faith. You see, in this phase, all the things I'll be teaching you in church, you must use it now. Some people can tell us about the seven dimensions of faith. The spirit of faith, 
the armor of faith, the light of faith, the speed of faith. My brother, no faith in your life. <laughs> Am I saying there's no revelation there? It's there, but your revelation, spiritual revelation, must have tangible expression. Courage, faith, commitment, people. If you don't know how to lead people, you have a problem. Because no vision can be fulfilled alone. You have to learn. People would, you know, say, ah, I don't want to be betrayed. It's normal. You have to learn how to recover from it. Because <laughs> the heart of man is what? Desperately wicked. Even in church. Praise the Lord. You have to know how to build capacity so that when somebody hurts you, you are not hurt. It's a capacity. Because where in, if you want to go up, they shoot arrow every day <laughs> to people like that. I talked to somebody in government. He said he discovered that there's one guy that comes in the night. He came for one week with red chalk, white chalk, and be walking around the office. Can you imagine? In Nigeria. <laughs> That's last week ago. They were telling me two weeks ago. So this is practical Christianity. Yes, you want. In fact, they said that maybe he was doing it so that when he enters the office, he will be signing, you know, without. And those things happen, no? Before you think that it's African magic. But I love what he said. He doesn't know my head is strong. <laughs> I'm telling you. Say, you, do, you think, look, there are demons. The demons, we see some in church. They're outside. You know they came from outside, so they're more outside. They're in the boardroom, amen? Look, we are in the age where, you see, church is an equipping center. Barracks is not where there's action. Outside is where there's action. So God must deploy you. last one is dominance and I'm wrapping up please start putting the questions here so you can quickly the few minutes you have Genesis 1 28 then God blessed them and said be fruitful and multiply fill the earth and govern it govern it reign over the fish in the sea the birds in the sky and all the animals that scurry along the ground in Isaiah 9 verse 6 we see that it says for a child is born to us a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulders. Government is our responsibility. It's our destiny. I'll prove it from the scriptures. Revelation chapter 2, verse 6. Blessed and holy is he that had part in the first resurrection. On such the second death had no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign within a thousand years. After we go to heaven, there's another reigning. This Bible even says that he has made us kings and priests. And what? We shall reign. The goal is to reign. But you know, it's a reign under submission to the ultimate one. God wants you to be the head and not the tail. Above only and not beneath. If God gives you, some people, God will give a geographic space. In fact, for people that are dimensions to space, there's a geographic, there's the field that God will place you in. You must know these things and master them. And act like it's true because they are. This is, I, I give you scriptures in that regard. Hmm. What are the signs you are in the season of dominion? Boredom with existing structures. A desire for innovation. You see, a lot of people criticize the fathers of faith in Nigeria and they are saying they should be doing this. And I always laugh. I said, because God does not show old men visions, He shows young men. A vision speaks about innovation, a dream speaks about possibility. So, 
God will not talk to the fathers about some things. It's you will be talking to. Now, telling the fathers to do it, you are wasting your time. It's you. But you must understand, you must build on what the fathers have done. You don't fight the fathers. That's what's going on. You cannot be in physics and not do, is it? Abbott. Abbott. Which one is Ababio? Chemistry. Can you imagine someone that says, I don't want anything in Ababio, and but I will do chemistry. You will start from the scratch. A neutron is, that's where you start from. <laughs> you will discover, by the time you will have died before you get to atom. What does that mean? It means any field you are, go and find and study what already exists, then build on it. Church. Church has been around for a while. You're a pastor. You should be studying churches and things that have happened and build on it. If you're in fashion, you go to London School of Fashion. Ladies and gentlemen, thank God for ERC fashion and stores and all that. But have big desires this year. Don't let money de define your dream. Money is small. Is the Lord on your shepherd? Another sign you're in the season frustration with wicked schemes. You'll be seeing wickedness. You'll be paining you. That's, that means it's time. You, you, you can't just... I mean, do you know the unemployment in Nigeria is because of some wicked people? There's enough resources in this nation to, to make it a grand nation, but some people are just wicked. They, they give them a location that's meant to construct road to give 5,000 jobs. They pocket it and give their girlfriend. Don't let me say what I want to say. Praise God. That is wickedness. And you are just saying, let me just have my small car, three cars, and let me live in Banana Island. They will collect banana from you. Wickedness does not stop. It keeps going. That's the thing. So we are, we are fighting. He said this, we are wrestling. WWF. Praise God. So please be aware. So it's only kingdom men that think like this. Are we together? Boredom with existing structures, frustration with wicked schemes, supernatural position, supernatural positioning. All of a sudden, you just get one appointment. What bank something? Ah! It is Esther became a queen. All of a sudden, so I go to Chanel shop, Instagram and do, you know those bags they will carry? Gucci bag, just live from Gucci. That's what she was doing, you know, around town. Then the uncle called her and said, ah, Esther, there's a problem, oh. So uncle, I bought a shirt for you. You know, Bella said that he, she sent clothes to him when his father was wearing rags. It's not clothes. This is not a time for clothes. After a while, he now said, it could be that you are here for this season. Supernaturally positioned. That's what I'm talking about. So don't be carried away when people say, ah, you have arrived. You're not a big boy. I'm a big boy for Jesus. Always have for Jesus behind you. If not, you'll be a big boy. With no, you'll start creating bad vision. <laughs> you'll create nonsense. and We we'll now need to solve you. Amen. This is the last thing I'm going to say. In all of this, the church is central to the kingdom. In all of this. I found out something. I think I shared this before. Among music gospel ministers, I noticed a trend. People, most people, in fact, even the world, most of them started where? In church. Am I right? Well, I'm not even talking about them today. But there's so many gospel ministers that have lasted. There are many that have come on the scene, but there are few that have lasted. All that have lasted are connected to the church and are still connected to the church. The ones that graduated from the church, we can't find them again. Go and check it. I can mention it, but I'm not going to do that. Go and check it. So don't use your life as an experiment. Now, I'm using gospel ministers, but even if you're in education or you're in entertainment, because God is going to deploy some of you, don't behave a bit from heaven. You'll be wondering. No, no, I don't. 
I can't. That's on, we'll do a class on kingdom because you see, the mindset of kingdom is a bit different from just a church mindset. In the kingdom, you go into what I call shadow operations. They will not see you coming. That's it's different. In church, that's why you you saw that video about one guy telling his boss, "You must sign in Jesus' name." That is a guy in the kingdom thinking he's in church. <laughs> That guy is a fool. <laughs> Amen? You see, how many saw that video? Yes, he was commanding his boss to sign in the name of Jesus. So they filmed him foolishness and placed on the internet. But there's a way to get your boss to sign. There's a kingdom way. The Bible says to be wise as serpents and gentle as those. We will not go there today. Thank God, Pastor T will teach you. Praise God. Ephesians 1, 20 to 23. I'm not saying no question. No, no question. Are we good? Okay, praise God. Ephesians 1, 20, 23. Message translation. All this energy, can I, can I put it up? Ephesians 1, message translation, 20 to 23. All this energy issues from Christ. God raised him from death and set him on the throne in deep heaven. Next verse. In charge, this is what it's about. In charge of running the universe, everything from galaxies to government, no name and no power exempt from his rule, and not just for the time being, but forever. As I said, government is a responsibility. Let's go on. He is in charge of it all. He has the final word on everything. At the center of all this, Christ rules the church. And this is why I'm going to the next verse. The church you see is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. The church is Christ's body in which he speaks and he acts by which he fills everything with his presence. At the center is Christ. The expression of Christ is his body which is the church and the platform to reach the world. If you cut yourself off from the church, you'll be ineffective in the world. The world is our gameplay. We're raising a supernatural army. You thought it was about the barracks. Let me tell you what has happened in King's World. It's deployment time. Now we are sitting down. Mm. Mm. It's time to plant churches for church planters. Amen. It's time for pastoring at another level for some people. Amen. It's time to be deployed in business, in industry, in government, in education. Not just to talk about it. Not just to watch people. Because something in you is crying. Now that's me. Anybody like that in this space today? So your prayers will be different from today. Your prayer is that I live not for me but for you. What do you want done today? Do in me and do through me what you want. Every day. Because God needs people. Rise on your feet. Just pray for two minutes. No questions. Let me just confirm. The preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at King's Word Auditorium, Etel Avenue behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-006-40.